Greetings, salute and welcome, lady beings, gentle wonders and other creatures of the night. This is the Truth or Death podcast created by Lola Hamilton and Ebel, your hosts to diversify your life. It's time for insights on the creative arts scene, hacks and tools for healthier living and hearing stories from voices around the world to share their truth stories. Are you ready to dare your truth? A new episode of the Truth or Death podcast starts now. Hello ladies, gentle wonders and other creatures of the night and welcome to the first solo episode in 2022. I called it the Black Soul Ceremony for a reason. If you know my music taste, it is inspired by the Halos song. However, this is not about the lights at all. This is about my story and the road I have experienced so far. But before we dive in, I'm going to give the shout outs again to Sweden, Singapore, Portugal, India, Bangladesh, Italy, Russia, South Africa, Denmark, Australia, Ireland, Canada, France, South Korea, Netherlands, Brazil, Austria, Germany, United Kingdom and United States. Thank you guys for being on the road with us. And wherever you are in the world right now and listening, we appreciate you. This is a reflection episode that I'm going to do to say finally goodbye to the person that I used to be. It is simply something that I want to do as well for the reason that I think we need to talk more about mental health matters just in general and express that there is duality so much more beyond the social media that we constantly see. I won't go into details about what exactly happened because this is mine alone to tell and if you come across me on the internet or my story or my road or whatever it is, you will see snippets of truth and you will find answers as to what exactly happened. But this is not about the nerdy details and ends. This is about what happened and that I, I'm different now and that I think this is so much more important than constantly apologizing for what I did in the past. And if you're going to hear this, you're going to be like, oh, she, she apologized for her age. She's such a bubbly person. Like, what actually happened? Um, and again, this is also not about me convincing you that I'm a nice person. This is not me about convincing you to understand this is me sharing my experience and someone somewhere out there is going to listen and feel seen and heard and valid and that is merely the means of whatever i'm going to share in the next few years last year i came to a point where i knew that if i'm not going to make a radical change i'm going to stay the person that i am that was signed by the traumas and experience that I had in life so far. I grew up in a country that was never mine in the first place and certainly that is not my fault. To an extent there is though beauty that I found in this country and I am certainly privileged in various aspects. But this is not a discussion about privilege, this is about the fact that what I think is important that we need to look at now to make certain changes happening. And from a psychological side speaking, because I also work as a mentor now, I think what we need is 
to stop arguing all the rest of the day and place our egos aside and speak more like we can create rooms and safe space for people that feel like they cannot express their truth and I am someone that constantly says I want you to express your truth but don't understand that in the way that we need to agree on everything I value a healthy agree to disagree because essentially there's so much variety and diversity in the human species that we need to have diversity to coexist and keep existing on this earth. I'm not going to go into the matters of climate change and sustainability even though I'm very passionate about it. I want you to understand that this is something I want you to take into consideration when it comes to conversations. Because everything I'm going to share here is something that I would love to have heard when I was younger because essentially a certain couple of traumas could have been prevented but yet here I am and I want you to understand that none of these experiences had to happen to shape me as the person I am like my truth was always there but because of what happened to me my truth was dimmed and suppressed to an extent and deep down it was really difficult to see my own light um, I've been always someone that has primarily an expression of darkness in her life but for me darkness was never a bad thing it was always very comforting I'm per se not even afraid to walk around in the dark because the dark can be quite comforting the city lights the stars everything that is kind of a connection to get lost into the night sky is something that I really appreciate in my life. However, when I was younger, I was diagnosed with something that I call genius brain. I'm still trying to find ans answers and complexity of what exactly happened. I've only found certain answers in the energy fields, which if you know human design, I'm a manifester. And to an extent, a lot of stuff makes sense. I can find answers in astrology. And I found, just a week ago, answers in psychology. But essentially, you know, whenever the truth hits you again, you're starting to change and start to accept yourself. And then when the truth hits you, you start seeing so clear and you understand that you've tolerated so much stuff that you shouldn't have, for the love of your own. And just a week ago exactly this is what happened I woke up without anxiety I was diagnosed when I was eight years not eight years when I was 18 so for eight years now 26 I had anxiety and I thought I would never wake up again without this feeling of constant chaos inside my head my head is a complexity on its own and I'm not going to go into detail because essentially that will make me very sad again. But the essential means is that I didn't know what happened. And I was so in shock over the fact how it is actually to see without a filter. Because before that, what basically happened inside my genius brain, the visionary part in me, had all these ideas. And then the anxiety that had, had happened when I was 18 which was obviously a diagnosis that was built upon the stuff that happened to me and the traumas that I have um, essentially lead to the fact that it manifested so much that I couldn't live without truth 
if you met Uyama on the road, I had no means of speaking my truth, but I was loudmouthed, and essentially I was hurting when I was talking, and this is the essential means that if you come across, or came across me doing this, and I used to be a person that he had people in too fast, and essentially that led to damage, and essentially that led to many, many beliefs that were not mine many many situations that could have been prevented and essentially it led up to the fact that I was unable to look out for myself although I was the perfect actress on pretending that everything was fine and sometimes people try to see through me and some people saw possibly through me but I had dug my own grave so deep that no one could come through me and essentially, I made that choice darkly that <laughs> if I'm not going to make a change radically in my life, I don't know what to do anymore. And that was a point in my life that I had only come across twice so far in my premiership. And I knew that if I wouldn't completely shut myself off, I wouldn't come back to the surface again. And I know that's very dark. I'm someone that always believes that there's a reason to keep on living but because of the stories that I've been through there was another tower built upon me that had pushed me down because also I let people push me down and essentially that ended up with me having a faulty I would don't even want to say burnout it's more like I was burned out myself to the ground um, which is why I metaphorically said in Aquarius season, rising from the ashes. Um, so when that happened, uh, it was a six weeks journey of self-therapy, what's journey is self-therapy. Um, I'm a kid person, Lola, that is capable to relearn anything on her own. And yes, you can argue this away from childhood to teenage years, but this is not the point. The point is that I knew if I wouldn't do this myself and find my own truth and reasons and stuff, it would lead to the same patterns. I had to do it on my own, which is why I did it for six weeks. And the first two weeks was just me staring at the walls most of the time, laying in bed <laughs> and just being in my room. And I know that sounds so simple and bizarre, but this is exactly where it started with shadow work. Um, I still somewhat coexisted in this world with my friends. Uh, I went to the cinema, saw West Side Story, um, Service Rocky Award, somewhere in December when I started. Um, there was a lot of stuff that I kind of like my default system was still able to do without thinking too much into it. And then took another two weeks until I came up with a solution for whatever had happened to me. And then that's when the healing process started. So essentially the whole journey took roughly three months now for me to recover from a lot of stuff that had happened to me. And essentially, and this is, as I mentioned, important to understand, none of this should have happened because there's this belief that you have to suffer to feel happiness, to gain success, to do certain stuff. No, you don't. No one should have to suffer for the privilege that they are born into because yeah certain things aren't fair absolutely not and i wish that there would be more equality 
but that's why I'm here. I'm trying to change things. But the core unconscious belief of having to suffer for certain success and happiness is something that was so deeply rooted, as well as the fact that I was not accepted as the person that I am from a lot of people where I grew up with and came across. And that led to a personality that essentially was perfect from who I was. But then when I got closer to certain people, I was able to express my truth. But essentially because of a lot of energy vampires that I had attracted, they tried to keep me and I tried to find my way out of it. Which is a tough thing because energy vampires can be equalized with an addiction to a certain extent when you get addicted to a feeling that a person gives you, it chemically modulates. And I had that in many places and variations. And essentially, when I again changed, um, well, the for now last time, um, I had to let someone go that was refined. I had to let someone go that was kind of like the last piece in some puzzle um, where a similar pattern had happened years before. Um, I wasn't even aware of it. This is the thing why I said I had to do it on my own because no one could have come across through. I had built a defensive shield in so many variations and it made me realize that I didn't even know what it was to love myself and to like myself to an extent that I'm comfortable being disliked. And that's something that the last week I expressed and experienced for the first time. And it's an amazing feeling. Imagine waking up every day and your brain's just an absolute clusterfuck because there's so much anxiety and so much fear all the time. But you don't know how to stop and medicine can only do so much and to a certain extent it numbs you so essentially um i managed to get free from my anxiety um i'm not going to go into the technical process the only thing is that i'm going to say is that if you never done certain unconscious work you do need to do it on your own if you are completely incapable to understand your human psyche to an extent because I'm quite progressed in that field now but even for me it was tough it was tough to go through all kinds of variations of symptoms after letting go of my anxiety and again none of this should have happened for me to understand that you know you can be happy without having to suffer for it and it's a complexity in itself and almost a philosophical debate. I might bring to the table at some point in this podcast, but what I want you to know now is that I'm still human. There's still a person behind what I have achieved now that is letting go more and more of the past. Because essentially, I am someone that says it's important to remember it's important to remember that it's no one should feel the guilt and shame and the fear 
and the anger and every every really strong radical emotion that I felt in the sermon it was there was so much pain and I let that go now and as I said if you come across on the road to a version that used to be me I was a shithead I'm gonna accept that and I'm not gonna look back anymore because now that's not the person I am anymore and I know that to a certain extent I cannot change the past I cannot change what I did to certain people I have certainly broken some hearts I have certainly caused shitstorms I have certainly caused some painful situations for people that's the thing about the truth if it some point ever in your life it make you feel uncomfortable because there's something activating inside of you because of the traumas and the unconscious bias and belief and whatever it is that you have been through please step away from me because I want everyone essentially to heal and find that unapologetic love that they deserve but I'm not responsible for everyone's sorting trauma and kind of stuff and that's something that I used to believe for a long time as well because people always say I have a gift of seeing through and being open-minded and all that kind of stuff I do not think it's a gift it's something that I learned almost as a habit of you could say surviving in life due to the past that I have and therefore it's a training in my eyes but there's only that I know so much so far on the human psyche so we can all argue, is it a physiologic, philosophical debate, is it a psychological one, childhood, teenager, there's so much that we can argue about and say where did it came from, what happened, but it doesn't matter because it's gone now, it's gone, I don't want to go back there, I'm not gonna choose this person ever again because she wasn't herself, she was someone else, she was stepping into so many shoes that were never meant to be her. And I'm so much freer since I've started to walk in my own shoes again. And I'm going to make sure that I'm going to keep my shoes. And that whenever you meet me on the road, we're going to change the world together. Because this is essentially something that I want to give you as well. My vision is to love hope revolt as well. And I know it sounds so <sighs> cliche to an extent. But I believe that the solution is essentially love. It is essentially acceptance and it is essentially tolerance that we need in this world and if you come across this episode i hope that you dare your own truth because if we all dare a bit our own truth and unconscious bias and the patterns and the stigmas that have been placed into our psyche into our unconscious and in human nature in itself we can start breaking stigmas and dismantle and detox from old patterns there's a difference between remembering and going back to guilt all the time. I'm not going to go back to guilt anymore. I'm just going to look forward now and ask you, what can I do better? Most likely you won't see any of my old versions that used to be out there. There is somewhere in the internet, you know, as it is, a pool of data. But if you come across me now, 
you will be a very different person and this person is going to change a lot and you wake up and you will be old but now more than ever i am focused and i have a vision and the mission mission yeah <laughs> and essentially the goal is to diversify and make sure that there's a diversity of life because that's my solution to the world and if you're listening to this and you're with me feel free to reach out to us because we always love to listen to your stories we always love to take people onto this road with us and we absolutely think that we can do better for the future but by means of better is maybe different matter of perspective and therefore there's a lot of work to do there's a lot of stuff that i'm going to bring into this world including my iron fruit and a lot of projects that i have coming up with so far my choice is the creative arts industry my choice is also a couple of values connected to sustainability the love for the ocean that i have and generally the means for community and accepting one another this is only so much i can say for now so i'm going to ask you if anything would be possible what would you change and do not come from a logic side do not think this through think as a dreamer and then make it a realistic thing because we all have a gift and we all have an impact but due to various factors we are constantly trained to believe that we don't have an impact yes you have each and one of us this is why i want you to understand that we use it wisely and mindfully because we're pride for diversity isn't to say less white people it isn't to say less of this more of that we need equality in a society that is so diverse but more disconnected than ever now you know what my mission is wherever you're going to meet on the road i cannot wait to meet you and see if you're on the same level here because as i said i value healthy beautiful degree yeah did you ever got a you know thing to say about a couple of things i'm eager to listen as long as you respect me and I do by even also find the values that we have in our podcast description on that note I've done my Bexel ceremony I'm free and I have now established a life where I will talk about psychological work shadow work is now an implemented part of my life and I can manage to tap into my intuition at any given time this is something that I will now protect for the rest of my life that I have on this earth and will make sure that the person that I used to be is not going to come back to the surface ever again. This is the person that I am now, someone I really like. And for the first time ever, I can look in the mirror and be actually happy about what I have achieved. Solid, content, loving myself. And wherever you are on the road, take baby steps. Do not compare yourself with me. Look at your own life. Look at what you have achieved so far. Because essentially, the comparison tool that we have is in all of us. And social media is a big amplifier. Amplifier? Amplifier. Just weird thinking. Amplifier for these wounds that have already been there. Be mindful. Look after yourself. And if you need me, you know where to find me. LolaHamilton.uk On that note,
going to talk to each other next time. Or basically just hear each other on the TLE podcast.